Hi everybody, my name is Ashley. And I'm Mark. And we work at the Free Spirit Collective, which is a integrative psychology and wellbeing centre here in Dubai. And this is our podcast, Say It Out Loud. And all we're trying to do is break down the basics and help dispel some myths around mental health and wellbeing. And it's really short because we know that life's busy and who wants to listen for a, a podcast for an hour and we're going to condense it down for you in 10 minutes. <laughs> okay, so if this is our very first episode, it's a nice place to start with mental health and well-being. So say it out loud, Mark, what on earth is mental health and well-being? <laughs> well, it's a it's something that people, I think two terms that people use interchangeably without really kind of understanding the subtle sort of differences between the two of them because obviously they are linked but still um, very separate really and both need their own individual attention Um, but essentially the way that I guess I look at it is that well-being acts as a um, protector against um, ill mental health so um, yeah it's in its own right we have to sort of look after our well-being and as we if we aren't paying attention to it and it's our well-being is dipping we're increasing i think our chances of of it then sort of transferring into um, a mental health condition and it's important to also kind of uh, highlight that um, low well-being is as detrimental as um, you know sort of in the early stages of, of sort of mental health conditions sort of um, mild mental health conditions they are just as impactful having low well-being um, so is the, the is, well-being is absolutely crucial and fundamental in, in everything we do and it's amazing how much more easily we can navigate the world when our well-being is is higher and it's a a term uh, that's very popular flourishing us at our best and so when we are flourishing and being the best version of ourselves each and every day it makes it a lot easier to navigate some of the the, the tricks and or the trials and tribulations that come along with life um, whereas if our well-being is low um, it's much more challenging and there was a a really poignant article in uh, during the pandemic that's got a lot of traction um, by Adam Grant and he was talking about languishing and this is when our well-being is really low and I think it's um, it just hit um, <laughs> a lot of sort of nails in the head for a lot of people about, about describing how they were feeling because it's not a mental health condition languishing is it doesn't mean that you're struggling with a, a mental health condition but it does mean that you're maybe have a sense of emptiness or slight existential crisis. Um, it's an absence of well-being, even though you're not like uh, mentally unwell or have a mental illness, um, but you're just not really looking forward to anything um, and struggling maybe with your purpose and, and the meaning of life. And so, um, yeah, it was it was amazing how how that touched so many people during uh, mm-hmm. during COVID. I think it's really kind of made us revisit what is important to to us um and yeah so i think they're kind of the subtle differences and obviously mental health on the other sort of um, side is they're diagnosable conditions so um we have the the dsm or the diagnostic statistical manual and it gives us a set, set criteria and if you hit those criteria then you can be sort of diagnosed with a mental health condition 
Um, so um, hopefully you can kind of see the subtle differences and we can see why people use them interchangeably but it's also useful to kind of separate them out a little bit as well. It's interesting though, isn't it? I feel like especially since COVID we're starting to hear these words a lot more like well-being, mental health, stigma um, and languishing is now even becoming more um, current like people are starting to understand these terms so why is it important do you think for a centre like ours to offer definitions about things like this? I think because it helps understanding of of these different areas and I think the more we understand it the more we can pay attention to it so uh, certainly uh, I know for me if I was um, a little uncertain about what something was I'd probably ignore it (laughs) (laughs) and dip my head in the sand you know I don't know what it is therefore I Mm -hmm. I won't sort of uh, make myself vulnerable to trying to find out so the more information that we can provide and people to truly understand it then it means they can really try and do something about it if they need to um so yeah well that's it as well even you know defining language in there when you're talking about it and you just think well if someone hears that and they think actually that does sound a bit like me then you know it's okay to go and talk to someone about that and say it could possibly be this um what about yourself like do you ever think back or can you pinpoint any times where you felt like you've been languishing Definitely, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> it's like oh, which which example should I give? <laughs> I, I can, and I didn't know what it was either. I really didn't know, um, and it's only kind of now studying uh, well-being and, and the science of well-being, and it was really helpful to actually pinpoint that that's what was going on in my life. I was in uh, a job uh, still as a as a therapist. And I just, I completely fell out of love with it. Um, it I really came very, very close to walking away as, as being a, a counsellor and changing profession. And I was really um, exploring sort of different options because like, this just isn't right for me anymore. But it wasn't the job that wasn't right per se. It was the environment that I was in. I wasn't being challenged. It was very sort of... Um, same same each and every day which is rare for for us as therapists we never know what's coming in the door generally and I was just so demotivated there was no career progression opportunity I didn't feel challenged and didn't necessarily feel appreciated I think um and it was it was awful I just felt so low and it had such a profound impact on me as a person on my relationships and those around me I just didn't really know what to do and then it was mainly when I took myself out of that and stayed in the profession and went and into another role and I just came back alive and it was it was amazing and I love my job I wouldn't change it for, for the world I'm, I feel so grateful um, for that but just that experience of languishing really made me question um, whether it was in fact the right career for me so I remember the power sort of the just how powerful languishing can kind of be and the impact that it can have. It was it was hard. But what was the thing that drove you to make that change? You know, because you said initially, which was interesting, and I think many of us at some point have been languishing but not knowing that's what it was. Mm. So what would you say was the kind of driving force that made you make that change? I think I, I just wasn't happy with 
it got to the point where I wasn't happy with work, but I also wasn't happy with myself. Mm-hmm. And I knew I needed more. I knew I needed uh, further challenges. And so I, I had to make that change. It wasn't, it wasn't going to happen with me staying where I was. So, mm-hmm. And I knew that. I'd reached the end of the road with that particular job. Um, so, yeah, it was just a lot of reflecting. And I think it also had some really helpful people around me saying, Mark, like, you're just not yourself. Mm-hmm. And that's where kind of friends and family kind of step in and, and they, they know you so well and they know, you know, they know when you're not quite right and maybe you're trying to mask it around other people and mm-hmm. they kind of see through it. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, no, 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 this isn't right. And um, so they're like, well, unless you change, nothing changes. Mm-hmm. So it was... Um, yeah, I think it kind of got to that point. And it, what would have been helpful was for me to understand what languishing is at that point and then recognise those signs and go, ah, oh, this is happening, I need to do something. So again, kind of circling back, mm-hmm. understanding it gives us the ability to make a change. Um, and I didn't know, and it went on for quite a long time before I did um, kind of make that change. Well, thanks for sharing that story, because that's, I guess, the whole kind of purpose of this podcast that we want to make is like bringing up something what on earth is this that we hear being bandied about like the word languishing or therapy different things and then talking about what it actually is and sharing a story like that so thanks so much but the other thing we really want to do as well is offer the listeners people that are tuning in to listen like a practical takeaway around the theme so back to you again (laughs) put you on the spot what um, takeaway do you have for people when thinking about Language and well being and mental health? Well, there was there's something I saw on circling around social media recently, um, and it said if you don't make time for your well being, you'll have to make time for your ill, be- Ill being. Mm. And it's just so true. Yeah. You know, we our body can only take so much, and then we see that sort of it manifests itself physically when we ignore our mental health and we ignore our well-being. So my takeaway and my challenge, I guess, for for uh, our audience is to, to make time this week to do something, to share it with us, share, you know, to make that time to go and get a coffee, to go for a walk, to reach out to somebody, to just do something that is entirely for your well-being. Um, and share that with us because we'd love to see it to give others and us some inspiration about (laughs) what we can do too and what's nice about that is like obviously people might post or whatever or share but even just email us or dm on instagram send us a message just to let us know what you've done and we can keep it all anonymous but like mark said how nice is it to hear a variety of different ideas from other people and we do have a hashtag hashtag say it out loud fsc hopefully that'll be like our little filing cabinet one day that has like all these <laughs> things in it but for now the takeaway make time for your well-being i love that Thanks so much for listening, everyone. We really appreciate your time. If you want to get in touch with us, please feel free to reach out either via Instagram at the Free Spirit Collective or on our Facebook page, or check out our website at thefreespiritcollective.earth. From our Instagram and website, you'll find out our community events. So if you're in Dubai, it would be lovely for you to come and visit us at the centre on Happiness Street.